Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Shop. Let's talk it. The target is an armored truck. The perimeter trust. 10 a.m. sharp. Switch card, baby. Hit the long state parking structure. Start in the a.m. Questions. I got a question, Doc. Why would I believe phones over here hear the goddamn word you said? He ain't even listening. Baby? The target is an armored truck at Perimeter Trust in Dunwoody, 10 a.m. sharp. The switch car is ready, but you want me to hit the long state parking structure and get a high vehicle that stays colder longer? It needs to be ready for an 8.30 start. Questions? You've been my driver for every job since we met. You're the best in the business. I'm gonna need you behind the wheel again. One more job and I'm done. One more job and we're straight. Why is he listening to music all the time? He had an accident when he was a kid. He's got mental problems? I'm the one got the mental problems in the crew. Position taken. What is your name? Baby. Your name's Baby. B-A-B-Y, Baby. <laughs> in this business. The moment you catch feelings is the moment you catch a bullet. You are my lucky charm, and I'm not doing this job without you. You're a waitress girlfriend. She's cute. Let's keep it that way. I had to drive again. It's not what I want. And what do you want? To get out of here. You win. I'm in, baby. We are 24 hours from being descended upon by this entire city. Have you been talking about us? Supposed to squirrel on the road, not to the cops. We're getting out. I have to end this. What's happening, baby? That's some Oscar shit right there. Sorry, ma'am. What the f- Indiana Jones Avengers Endgame it follows. Your correct about Mama Mia. Here we go again. Titanic 2, Jack's back. Seven cents goes to Jack. Alien vs. Predator. Except this, I'm their friend. We'll keep watching the movies right up till our TVs break. So just crank up the volume till your screen. You need a second take. Fuck you, buddy. And I'm Sebastian. <laughs> That's my baby. And I'm Alex. If you don't see me again, it's because I'm dead. And I'm Jordan. I definitely got distracted and forgot my quote. And then went and hit like unmute, immediately saw that one and went with it. So yeah. it was good. Easy to remember. <laughs> and welcome to our review of Baby Driver. 
what's that? That's not Black Swan or being John Malkovich. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got it. Hey, for effort. No flies on you. <laughs> um, yeah, this is our last review for the year. Well, so I'm- this is our weirdly, this is our pseudo Christmas, Happy New Year movie. Which makes- Happy Christmas. Yep. So I hope you've all had a wonderful holiday, kept safe, wore masks, ate pud, you know, all that stuff that I you do. I don't like pudding. Everyone likes pudding. I like pudding. I just don't like that sketch. You don't like that sketch? Oh, I hate it. Really? Bit of pudding? Yes, you and all of our friends destroyed it for me. We lied on had so I many see, Had I, I seen just... it once, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but because I've now gone through a, a minimum of three Christmas seasons of having it relentlessly spoken about, referenced and posted... I simply hate it. Is this I can't see. I can't shit? see that guy's face and not just be embroiled with an <laughs> unprecedented amount of rage. It's so good though. I, I wasn't it. even I like referencing it. that at all. So I hate you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't, you don't like pud? No. What's wrong with you? I feel don't like I like the taste. I don't like fruitcake. You can get many kinds of pud. Um, I got pud a couple of weeks back just to try out. It's caramel pud. It's pretty good. Yeah, look, that sounds all right, actually. Yeah. They're all all right, guys. They're all pretty good. I don't even like, I don't like Christmas pudding at all, but custard's yeah. good. Custard <laughs> is good. It's pretty good. Brandy custard. We can all agree on custard. Rum custard. Yeah, even just a bit of a Rum. bit of cream. Yeah. A bit of cream with your pud. A bit of cream. If you have pud dry, you're going to have a bad time. You're a maniac. Yeah. I can make a good chocolate self-sourcing pudding. I've had that one Ooh. from you. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. yeah. What a concept. Self-sourcing. Self-sourcing. Yeah, science hasn't actually caught it's up with the work at how it happens because the source just keeps generating. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't stop. <laughs> you so fucking monster. A bunch of sugar and cocoa <laughs> oh, <which is laughs> that so you, you sprinkle on top of like the cake batter mm. and then you pour boiling water on top and then as it cooks, it makes like this chocolate sauce that like forms underneath the cake part because that- Rises and is less. Yeah, but dense can you explain somehow. the part for me where the cake okay, now sucks it up like a far. volcano and produces it from the top? It doesn't. That's, that, that's how I interpret self-sorting. Like, like, so you make the sauce and you put the you put the cake on top. It's and not the a cake year for science project, Seb. <laughs> shoots so, the pudding out of the top, which then goes in a circle. So cooking lessons with Alex. Okay. <laughs> so you have a cake batter. Mm. So it's like a wet ingredients in a cake tin or I follow you so whatever far. vessel. Like um, a bunt cake. Sure. You could use a bunt. <laughs> you, you could. I wouldn't. But you could. But if you did, think of all the sauce you could put in the bunt hole. Yeah, not how this works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, please continue. Um, so you've got your wet cake batter that needs to be cooked. Mm-hmm. Before you cook it, you put a bunch more of cocoa and sugar on top, dry. Like, Then you pour boiling hot water over the top as well. And it creates this sort of awkward sauce and then as you cook it the cake will form and all the juice from like the water and um, cocoa and sugar forms into a nice like rich chocolate sauce underneath the cake part and then when you scoop it out you generally get the sauce going on top right yeah cooking corner with Seb gonna teach you how to make teriyaki sauce you do go on yeah I do and like it's good, it's good uh, shit. I, I would like to have like tofu fried chicken. Then let me teach you the sauce, my friend, <laughs> and you can have teriyaki, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I want you could yeah, whatever you want. You I get want the, the like, you get the other thing, and I'll teach you how to make the sauce to go on top of it. We're having teriyaki for Christmas this year, fam. Yep. 
Sounds like it'll be Terry Yucky, but it'll <laughs> Terry Yummy. Three ingredients. Oh, oh really? four if you or if you add some oil in the pan. But if you have just uh, soy sauce, soy sauce is one of them. Onion. No. Ooh. Onion powder. No. Garlic. Garlic powder. powder. No. Um, soybean. No. Paste. This is a really good, fish sauce. A fun game. Of Ground sauce. pepper. Oyster sauce. As long as you've got a soy sauce that doesn't actually have fish in it, because you can get fish sauce, but some people, some soy sauces also have like fish in it. Yeah. If you just get like the normal non-fish soy sauce, this is a completely vegan uh, meal uh, huh. sauce. Like there's no there's no animal. Can you anything. get vegan fish sauce? You can. I haven't had it because I think fish sauce is bad, but yeah. you can get it. Okay. No, that's fair. That it can does, be it done. Stinks. <laughs> So, so same with the oyster sauce. Yes. Don't so we've got three ingredients. You've named one of them. Poison Soy sauce. Poison sauce. No. <laughs> Poison um, pizza. Mustard. I'm going to point out, guys. Sugar. Sugar is one of them. Hey. hey. Brown sugar. I use raw sugar, but if uh, you've got brown sugar, I you mean, can use that. But raw sugar, I think it tastes better in the end. Type of brown sugar. Yeah, but not not specifically, not like, the- um, Not the like dense molasses. Correct. Yeah, it's just a regular yeah. like raw sugar is fine. Yeah. Okay. So soy sauce, sugar- <laughs> Um, Paprika. No. Chili flakes. No. Guys, cayenne no. pepper. No. Oregano. You're, you're all very cold. And that cold oh. itself is not a t- Milk. tip word. Milk. <laughs> Cream. No, I'm very clear that it's a vegan <laughs> It's a vegan. Oh, thing. Okay. It's vegan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. If it touched- Almond that, milk. <laughs> no. no. Um, Have you seen those almond farms? Apparently, we only ever see the male almonds in store, like when you're buying almonds, mm. because all the females go to the- um, the almond milking farms. That's is, it, is this a bit or a nuts <laughs> gender identified? I have many questions. Yeah, okay, you, you haven't seen the video that I'm referring to. No, though. that's that's fine. It's a funny. I, I video. wasn't sure if you were doing a bit or if I was learning something <laughs> about nuts today. <laughs> now, for those, just, I'm going to cut to the uh, cut to the final ingredient for the recipe. Yeah. Okay. It's it's very obviously Japanese. Oh 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 oh, seaweed. No. no. <laughs> okay. uh, rice. Once again, we're making a sauce. It is a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Can I not render down? Oh, yeah. Bacon fat. Oh, yeah, I should say, sorry. No, it's vegan. Um, <laughs> my recipe takes 24 hours because you have to render down an entire fucking palm tree. <laughs> into it. No. Um, sake. Uh, Cooking sake. Right. Um, it literally, uh, I, 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 this, there's probably versions out there that'll say add X amount of this to that. I do two like teaspoons of the sugar, um, I free pour more more sake than you want soy sauce. If you do too much soy sauce, it it will sweeten up, but it'll just be too strong. So you're maybe like half the soy sauce to sake. Right. And that's it. You just, if it's in a hot pan, whisk it around so the sugar melts. What about Do onion? it to taste and just add, like I said, if it's not sweet enough, just add a little more sugar. If it's not, if it's too soy sauce, just add a bit more sake and mm. you just do it to taste. But it's just those three ingredients. It takes like 30 seconds in a hot pan to cook. So I do it at the end of my meals. So after I've cooked everything else, while the pan's still hot, because the sauce is just like, bam, done. That right. sounds delicious. It's super simple. It's so great. It and it tastes like proper like restaurant all. quality, like teriyaki sauce. Like if you buy like pre-made teriyaki sauce, they always taste like they're- Artificial. They're gross, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not like being up curious. They just, I hate them. Like just that's what I reckon would say, fuck jar sauce. <laughs> I agree. This is why I never, I didn't really grow up liking- um, like bolognese out of a jar. Oh, no, no, I was going to say stir fries. Like my oh, mum used to always yeah. cook stir fries because they're easy and I just never liked them. And yeah. mum was just using like the jar sweet and sour sauce. And, that. and yeah. I just thought they were always kind of gross. And 
Then we we did the same, like, yeah. it, and it was butter chicken. But then I got this one recipe book. I I believe I've cooked you this butter chicken before, and you literally get all the spices ever into the pot with like tomato paste and uh, like either like condensed condensed milk. Is that no no? What is it? Carnation milk? I know condensed milk. What's this other or one? Like coconut milk or something? Yeah, yeah. Isn't condensed milk more of like a dessert thing? It's like, like a paste. Yeah. Sweets. No, not that one. Like the um, I imagine it would evaporated milk. Evaporated milk. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, carnation okay. milk. Yeah, same thing. You say um, carnations. I think of flowers. I'm like, yeah. stop yeah, milking no, flowers. It's it's the um, it's the brand. I'm pretty sure carnation uh, yeah. evaporated. Uh, okay. milk. Anyway, um, yeah, and you just like stir all that together with some onion and whatever sort of um, protein or other bit. Yeah, delicious, right? Yeah. You've had it before. Yeah, like, yeah. it's so easy like once you actually do it mm. that like i wouldn't want to go back and try another jar butter chicken <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah oh i will say not that um once again not a sponsor um the spice taylor brand you get them at woolies coles has their own other it's very it's the same thing but a different name um like curry mixes and they've got like you know all the all the actual herbs that you put into it the actual salt oh, yep, yep, yep. they actually genuinely taste really good like they taste like getting it out somewhere as opposed yeah. to the ones in the jar. Um, but not as not as from scratch as what you're doing. But out of reference, if you ever want them and want to make one and you have the time, they're so not bad. Spice oh. Taylor. Yeah, I, I'll show it to you after because I, I got one in the cupboard there, which Ooh. doesn't play well for the audience at home. But yeah, I can g- describe it to them like that one time I oh, described it. Yeah, you can. Give me a minute. You guys fill there and I'll get the fucking spice taylor. I don't know if I've got the butter chicken one. I got some of it. Okay, I, yeah. It might be a different curry that look, I've got. I really hope the fine. listeners are in are like as invested in this as we are. Oh man. I love cooking. I could do a cooking <laughs> podcast where I like you know, you've seen like the YouTube shows of people yeah. cooking. I would set up a microphone and talk people through <laughs> a recipe. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen these. I work at a Woolworths. All right. So for the record, it was the, um, it was, oh, it's the butter chicken one. butter chicken. Rich and velvety. So, yeah, it's a, it's oh, a couple of sauce of packets. Before. A bunch of actual herbs on top as well. And you, it'll tell you like you want to put, put the herbs in first and fry them in, in the pan for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes. Welcome to the second bake <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey. Remember <gasps> second plate? We're talking about second we, we tossed up second plate for a while because we're doing like hamburger reviews or some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and you watch yes. that. We would do a hamburger review and for fucking half an hour we would talk about some bullshit movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Please I'm walk them through totally this journey. Down for, what would you call it? Second plate? Second bake. Second bake. Okay. Before, uh, before you do this, ladies have, and gentlemen. That'd have to be like the pastry like sideshow. Ladies and gentlemen. Second plate I think works. Please brace yourself for a particularly long time until the movie review starts. <laughs> um, I mean, you, the last two, epi- we haven't done variety hours in a while, but these last two episodes, like the first 15 to 20 minutes has just been a mini variety hour, really. That's true. Oh. Yeah, so you're welcome. You've all missed the variety hours. If you so. came here for us like waxing lyrical about Edgar Wright, I'm really sorry. That's his name, Edgar Wright. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. But I uh, sorry, Alex, please take them on the journey of the non-sponsored review of the t- the packet in your hand that so you haven't actually tasted before. I'm not going... Oh, oh oops. Oh, no, we oops. opened it by accident. Uh, oh, no. Oh, whoopsie. Oh, it. no. <laughs> oh, it's right. It's got... It's got oh, no, he's, uh, it's fully open. Oh. I can put it back. Don't worry. Oh, it's fine. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it looks... D- d- describe what you're holding first I mean, before okay, you get so to... 
it's a little packaging. It's <laughs> that um, has to do this. three separate little packets together. Yeah. One's just got like dried spices and a chili, a single a dried chili. chili. Uh, the next one looks like some sort of red tomatoey paste sort of sort of packet. See, that's the danger with a lot of recipes I get for butter chicken. I always find they put too much tomato paste in them, but by the time I actually cook like from from scratch. I often find that it tastes way too much like tomato and not sweet enough. Mm. Whereas ah. when you go to like an Indian restaurant, there's a really creamy and sweet and you, there is tomato obviously, but it's not like, it doesn't taste like a tomato dish. Yeah. Whereas I find that when you cook from scratch, that tends to be a pitfall I fall into. And how much butter do you put in it? Very little, sometimes none. In fact, I, I don't think I've ever made a butter chicken where I put butter in. Mm. Um, so this whole recipe is a lie. I mean, there's no butter in the butter chicken. Oh, there is. I I'll mean, do some research. People, okay. people eat hamburgers, but it's generally not made of ham. That's very true. So everything's a lie at this point. Um, but yeah, look, it it looks similar to like the outcome of my like. This would be like the tomato paste and mm. like um, carnation milk, yeah. evaporated milk, sort of. Situation. This last bigger packet. Um, oh, and a little bit of um, what's that? Corn flour to like thicken up the sauce. While you're looking at that for me, because I didn't check, I did a mm-hmm. pantry clean out like yesterday. Is it expired? It's been there for a while. Because this could this this story could end with a tragedy when we throw it into the bin. Uh, not a uh, sad ending. I can't. It looks like it's long life to me, but expired. Yep. Well, that's right. Well, yeah, do what you wish with it then because I'm throwing it away because I don't want to poison myself. 30th of September. This year? This year. Oh, that's more than I thought because that's probably been in the cupboard for a year anyway. (laughs) That's disappointing. Well, at least you know that it is probably does have quite a long shelf life. You can simply buy it again and use it next December. Mm. And once again, guys, not a sponsor. (laughs) Not this time anyway. Um, you never but yeah, know. Good little packs. Yeah, the Spice um, Taylor hit us up. Yeah. We've just spent a good five minutes talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe just compensate us a little bit. I'll take a free packet. Yeah. And honestly, they're pretty good. I've tried a couple of different like non-butter chicken ones as well, and they taste like really close to ordering out. And yeah. I know mm. they, I, I, it's weird how ordering out feels like the benchmark for Indian food, but here I am. <laughs> um, I've, I've never had it. Archie, a friend of ours would have cooked it like authentically for us. Remember Parwan? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, our friend, Indian friend, his family owned an Indian restaurant. <laughs> this <laughs> does have milk in it, though. I'm saying it. So you wouldn't have been able to have it anyway. I Sponsorship could. request Actually. revoked. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, milk. Oh, doy. I'm the worst at this thing right now. I will say the soy milk I'm using at the moment does taste like full cream milk. With like a, a slight sunflower oil. So sorry. Sunflower oil. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say I hate sunflowers. <laughs> yeah, but I'm okay with them being crushed into oil. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Well, that's no, fine. I'll no, take no, that. If they're being destroyed, too it's easy. okay. <laughs> Yeet. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Back to Baby Driver. And by back to, I mean, <laughs> we let's, start let's start the, the review. <laughs> we uh, should light a candle. I can, but my computer's right next to it. Can I move the candle? <laughs> yeah, the, the light is the red one on the bench there. Yes. Why do you want to light? I mean, you can light a candle. That's why it's there on the table. Just want to be lit during recording. It's all right. Vigil for all the deaths in this film. I want to get lit. Okay, for the record, <laughs> this is all Andrew's fault because if Andrew was here, this 15 minutes would have been oh. trivia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, box office. I'll look up box office. Um, baby driver, box office. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that because I'm Googling it. I'm saying that for um, comedic effects. Effect. Oh, okay. Is that all right? Like that? I mean, you're next to it, man. As long as you're fine. <laughs> 
So it had a budget. Oh, guys, things just got real lit in here. Are we an ASMR podcast now? Can you hear the burning? Please don't. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so Baby Driver had a budget of $34 million wow. and brought in $226.9 million. So it's definitely a success. Wow. Not a runaway hit. Like, I mean, that's really good. It still good. sounds like, like he did that now. Edgar Wright thing with it. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar Wright. I'm curious because that feels like... Did he Edgar like, Wright it too? Yes. I'm curious how he goes in terms of the takes for his movies. Okay. Uh, I wonder if there was a second take. This, I think this is his Maybe. most financially... Driver. This is his biggest financial success. I was going to say, that movie. sounds like a lot of money for wow. like, the movies that he's known for. Yeah. So oh, I just had it on screen. It fucking didn't he listen to the music first, and he was like, "I'm going to write a movie around this." Pretty much, yeah. Thank you for freak. the music in a good way. Good freak. <laughs> Never to compare myself to Edgar Wright, but like I listen to musical writing too. It's a pretty cool thing to do. I write music to movies. Just full stop. <laughs> just to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, I can only get a small screen pleasure. grab, but for the record, Hot Fuzz. Brought in. I, I, the only one I can't see is Shaun of the Dead for oh, some reason, just because the page isn't loading it properly for me. Yeah, it's probably um, around the same as Fuzz, really. Well, so Scott Pilgrim, I'll start from the, bo- the bottom. The World's End, which is my favorite of the tr- that trilogy, brought in 70, sorry, 47 million pounds or dollars? <laughs> it says dollars. So I assume this is based on the US box office. Okay. Um, Scott Pilgrim brought in 48. Scott Pilgrim was a flop at a reference. Like that, that one 100% mm. did flop. Um, Hot Fuzz brought in 80, just under 82. And this movie bought in two hundred, just under two hundred and thirty. So there. So basically, you if you combined his first three movies, yeah, I'm curious what Sean the Dead. Oh, I'll just have to go for Sean the Dead directly um, to find out. But yeah, they don't tend to gross that well. They people love them that see them, and critics love them, um, but they just don't end up being picked up by mainstream as much. But this oh, movie yeah. apparently had uh, did better at that, I guess. So you must have good. Um, wasn't it like nominated for like a lot of awards and stuff? Wouldn't that have helped it? Mm. Okay, so Shaun of the Dead brought in thirty million, mm. so it wow. was going up. Like World's End did bring in forty six comparatively. Hot Fuzz yeah. doubled, well actually, yeah, more than doubled what um Shaun of the Dead did, um, which is crazy because Shaun of the Dead came out like peak zombie period too. I mm. felt like it would have just yeah. gone better. But to be fair, Shaun of the Dead's budget was six million, so it did do oh. five times its budget. I mean, still, and again, a lot of those zombie movies were probably only doing like relatively okay, like horror movie business anyway. Dawn of the Dead, like the redo, did a hundred million, but even oh, okay. that's pretty good for a horror movie. Actually, yeah, it's yeah. very good for a horror movie. Um, the budget, oh, yeah, so there, the World's End's budget was twenty million, so it did just over double, Oof. which is you don't they normally want to see the double mark to quote break even when they're taking like advertising and stuff into account. Yeah, so yeah. it didn't flop, but once again. Six million oh. bud, you know, potentially on top. Like that's, mm. I mean, it's better than not six million, I guess. True. So financially, not a crazy popular director by the looks of it. You know, except with me. <laughs> no, he's like, he's one of those guys that just has like a pretty strong like cult following. Yeah, it's and like, he should. He's good. Even if they don't make a lot of money and they've got a lot of, a lot of backing. Okay, here you go. So Scott Pilgrim did bomb. Because it made just under fifty million, but its budget was eighty five million. So it oh, directly fuck. it absolutely lost money. I didn't know it was that big of a bomb. Yeah. Well <sighs> what was his name? The world Steve. just wasn't ready for it. Steve. Um Rogers. Um Steve Rogers. Oh yeah. Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in it. Yeah. He was uh Evil X number two. 
Lucas Lee. I'm going to pretend like I didn't know his name for a second. Of course I knew his name. Of course. <laughs> All right, Baby Driver. It was Matthew Patel. The actor? Yeah. I don't know, but what I do know is he was English. The whole thing was um, Edgar Wright only wanted to hire um, connect, well, out people outside of the UK for this film because he was doing a film that was filmed in Canada and you know starring yeah. American actors. And he didn't want to hire anyone from the UK because all of his other projects did. And Matthew Sachter interviewed with an accent and got the gig and was like, oh, I'm British. <laughs> Fooled That's <you>. acting. <laughs> I filled Perfect. you with my brilliant acting. <laughs> um, my name is Matthew Patel. Oh, don't make me watch it again today. I will anyway. watch it again today if I have to. <laughs> okay. Okay, Baby Driver. <laughs> baby Driver. Good film. Great. Thanks for listening. Yeah. It I recommend good. it. <laughs> uh, I know we went for miles there, but... <laughs> oh, I'm going to say this is my least favorite of his films. It's not bad. Like It's good, yeah. but... Shaun the Dead, Hot Files, World's End, Scott Pilgrim. Fantastic films for me. Has he only done those ones? I think he's done other ones. He came from TV originally. Right. Let's pull open old Edgar Wright's filmography. Does someone want to have a bit of a have a bit of a chat while I do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to radio. Yep. You know what? We don't edit these. This, no. This is like raw, like <laughs> this is captured on the day and goes up. We don't edit anything. Some might is say like, very Do you know if there's like a reason as to why he did like, I guess, a sort of more serious movie when like all of his previous stuff is comedy? Let's find this out. The movie was hilarious. Well, it was, but I find it doesn't, like it didn't really have like the same comedic tone as his other movies. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost went in them. It, that's it. That must it's be gotta it. got to be it. <laughs> <laughs> I will so, find slash out. Um, Michael Sarah. Uh, imagine Baby Driver with Michael Sarah as Baby. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I would watch that. Watch what? Absolutely, Michael Sarah. Yeah, as baby. Yeah, I would I watch any. Watch I would watch any film with Michael Sarah playing the protagonist, just because I feel like it'd be hilarious. Juno. Well, yeah, that was. I mean, yeah. movie movies not yeah. with Michael Sarah. If we can just put him in right. there, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> it just like, it works because I I love like that joke about like how Michael Sarah just always seems like he's a guy that just walked onto a movie set and he's just like in too deep now. Yeah, like, he can't get <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I mean, right. I'll do the scene. <laughs> uh, what what do you want him. me to do? Yeah. I love him so much. I mean, I can't. What about like Get Smart? Like, I could see him. Being like the main guy and get smart. What's his name? Maxwell Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Yeah. No, it's just keep Steve Carell. What are you doing? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't want to replace like good actors. I mean, I love just Steve an Carell. Turn it. Don't get me wrong. Me too. Apparently, he was developing the story back in 1995. I was four. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like it was just a passion project for him like he just had this idea and like, I'm guessing just visually when him. you look at it it was just something that he couldn't do early in his career like yeah right especially with his style as well it's a very dynamic one mm. I imagine just wanting to do it the way that he had pictured in his head was just I actually need a budget like yeah. I can't do it on my Shaun of the Dead six million sort of thing yeah um, that's fair but yeah I can't see any like specific sort of like this is the reason but it just mm, sounds like maybe enough. 
before he did the like the more I call them goofy comedies because they're not goofy, but with the more obvious comedies, yeah. he just had like that pure like I just want to do this piece here and had to finally get to it. I need to do the car movie. Yeah, it is broom broom. <laughs> And like I said, it's not bad at all. Like it's good, but I prefer like the more like the vibe we get from the other films to this. Yeah, sure. And I'm actually gonna say I'm not a huge fan of the lead in this film. I don't mind him in other things. Like, well, Ansel. we've already established that it should have been Michael Sarah, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it would have been just so quirky. <laughs> I think, it's and to see accent. him as like such a serious like. Like if if Michael Sarah played it like this guy, yeah. like <laughs> it would have been so left field. I actually I'm I'm liking what I'm picturing a right. lot. <laughs> I'm gonna give a really brief rundown of the plot. We don't have to go scene by scene. I'm no. just gonna really condense this film down it, into like an, a paragraph. It's the same thing, just a few times. <laughs> yes. So. Baby, our lead, is a really good getaway driver, and he works for Kevin Spacey. Yep. Who is an Ooh. evil person. Following. Yep. Yes. Um, so he's worked a couple of jobs. He owed a debt to Kevin Spacey's character in which he was working these jobs. He was only getting paid a very small amount for doing them because the other part of the payment would go off to pay off his debt with, with him. Yeah. He finishes up there even and he sort of gets blackmailed and doing one last final job. On that job, he's put in a couple of uncomfortable situations and effectively decides to go rogue and escape by killing Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've skipped a lot here. Oh, he's also in love with a girl called Deborah who works at a diner. Deborah rhymes with zebra. Yeah. It does. And not Deborah with a H. Well, that wouldn't rhyme with zebra. H E H D E. Um, So yeah, he, who's, Played by the girl that can't touch people from um, X-Men. It is not. That's not her, is it? It's got to be. No. Pretty sure. No, it's just Lily James. That's not her at all. I can't comment. I'm yeah, not it is. super it's, X-Men familiar. It's, it's not Rogue. It's totally her. It's 100% not Rogue. It has to be it's, her. But it's not. <laughs> I'm on a page right now. It's not Rogue. It's definitely her. No, it's not. Her name yeah. is Lily James. It's, yeah. it's not Rogue. Yeah. Oh, it's right here. It's not. It's not because it's not. It's not true. Well, I've seen her in something, but not X Men. It was X Men. No, it was. There's some other movie where she couldn't touch so people. Anna Paquin played Rogue in X Men. Nah. And Lily James nah. played Deborah in Baby Driver. Nah. So if Lily James is Lily James and Anna Paquin is Anna Paquin, who was and Rogue? Mono equals one, <laughs> and Rail equals Rail. So how many rails is this monorail? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, baby gets uncomfortable. He turns on the team and tries to escape. Um, the team then obviously turns on him and tries to track him down and kill him. And he goes to prison. Gets the pretty end. intense. Yeah. So There's lots of, lots of driving and shooting. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. Good movie. Yeah. Like I've I skipped like a lot. It's, a, it's a, like a two-hour movie from memory. It's like it's a about two hours, run, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, an hour 53. There we go. Have you, Alex, have you discovered the difference? <laughs> um, I think he's scouring the entire internet for <laughs> one singular page that will say that he's right. <laughs> yeah, look. Did the, you find uh, the other 27 million pages that you're wrong <laughs> yet by chance? 
No, this this one filmography out the rest of those. doesn't go back that far. So uh, I just, I'm, I'm on her own. Give me a little bit. She's not in any X Men film, she, Alex. She's definitely right. not even one. <laughs> definitely not even as another one. character. She's not in any. Not film. even in an uncredited role. <laughs> she's not even listed. She's not, no Marvel or DC properties on her entire list. <laughs> you sure, that's not her. I'm on her page right now. I'm incredibly <laughs> sure it's not her. Kind of looks like her though, right? No. It does. Because look up Anna Paquin and you'll see that they don't look the same. I'm not talking about Anna Paquin. That Anna Paquin is rogue no. in X-Men. <laughs> You're talking about Anna Paquin. <laughs> I'm not. Who's not in this film. Are you talking about the right? They look exactly the same. They, they do. Absolutely not. I'll be the judge of that. Give me a look. And look no, at they don't. No, they do. this is the one from this movie out of reference. Yeah, they don't look alike. Not even a little they bit. Do. They really do. Is this what it's, it's like when you talk to me normally? Yes, 100%. Oh and I'm not doing this just to make you feel uncomfortable about this. This feels like a bit. It's not a bit. I'm going to just definitely I'm the same you. person. And They're at least like reincarnate or something because this Anna Paquin's probably dead now, right? No. <laughs> Um, I'm also humoring you. I'm checking. She's almost forty years old. I'm she checking could be. the other female lead in this film, who plays Darling, the um the bank robber. Yeah, by um Eliza Gonzalez. And just to check, just make sure it's not Dua Lipa. <sighs> she is also <laughs> not in any X Men films. Just in case, maybe your your brain crossed <laughs> oh, over and go, no. got the wrong lady. No, no, no. But Jamie Fox, he's Electro from Spider Man. Oh, <laughs> really? He was in the Andrew Garfield. Amazing Spider-Man really? too. He was blue. It was like, look at me. I'm a bad actor in this movie. It's the- Who am I thinking of? I, I, could, I oh, don't buddy. know. John Hamm. John he Hamm. Definitely an X-Men. Oh, I have to double check that, but I don't think he was, man. <laughs> no, I'm looking at it right now. He is. No, he's not. Yep. I'm on the same thing that you're no, on. You're not. <laughs> he's not an X-Man. Yeah, he is. No. He's an something tells me everything that Alex thinks he knows about X-Men is just inherently incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen a single X-Men movie? <laughs> yes. It's, in fact, we've, <laughs> yeah, we've yeah, recorded I, all of them. Yeah. I've watched all of them. Which raises questions. <laughs> um, okay. Ham. He goes to ham. He goes ham on some things. No, see- He's I, like, I am the ham. I, I, I mix up John Ham with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon <laughs> was in an X-Man film. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, John yeah. Ham, the actor in this movie, is is not Kevin Bacon. <laughs> he's like the Canadian version. Yeah, he plays Ronnie. Oh, Canadian Bacon. Because he's Canadian Bacon. He's John Ham. Yeah. The, the, that joke is on so many levels, all of which are terrible. Baby Driver. But you know what? They both came from the same magical animal. So yeah, it's okay. So Gilmore girls. Magical animal. <laughs> okay. The movie has some really good um, action. Let's talk about like, that. Oh, yeah. Driving in this film is really nice. Oh, yeah. It's definitely more stylized than you get from like your Fast and Furious films. Yeah. Fast and Furious is definitely, it goes more for spectacle. So I'm not going to say it's Give better Ed or worse. Ed Wright, Fast and the Furious 17. Let him direct that. They said the next one's the last one. But I've lived on this planet uh, long enough to know what a lie sounds like. So, <laughs> Alex, are you still are you still trying to find a movie? You can't just offer her like you can't like cast Lily James in an X Men film and then call it legit. <laughs> she looks exactly like Anna. They are. I will concede. They don't. They, look they really, very, really very don't, Alex. Like, I'm sorry. Like they. Yeah. I really wanted to take your side on this one, but they don't. What's her name again? Which one? Not the Anna Paquin one. Lily James, the fake Anna Paquin. <laughs> <laughs> Lily James plays Deborah in this film. Yeah. So the way you can remember it is it's Lily and James Potter. Does that work? 
Sure. That helps your brain, right? And no, she also wasn't in Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, I know that. Said. But her namesake was. Yes. And that's a connection that you can make. So technically... They look so similar. No, they don't. They, they yeah. really don't. Baby driver. <laughs> good action shit. Good, yes. good soundtrack. Fun movie. Kevin Spacey played a good guy slash a bad guy in this film, and it was very weird. Is he back in movies? If if, if I'm going to get sidetracked, I don't think so, I'm right? curious. Is Surely Kevin's... he's still in movie jail. Let's find out the last thing he did. Cause... He got kicked off of Kevin Spacey Jane TV show. Which he one is did. the one? Not Mad Men. He's coming up in a movie called Gore, starring Gore. Is it just someone beating the fuck out of him, like senseless to death? A young man spends a summer in Italy where he meets his idol, Gore Vidal, who's ah. Kevin Spacey's character, who teaches him about life, love, and politics. Is he the one with that shit on his head? Let's find out. <laughs> Gore Vidal's a real person. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I'm thinking of him or someone else. Um, Nothing's on his head. No, okay. You're not thinking about that Russian guy with the birthmark. On his I am, name, yes. You? That's exactly who I'm thinking no. of. No. Okay. Case in point. Go, go, go uh, Alex, why are you showing me the, two different pictures of two different people? It's just two the people same, put side by side. The same person. What you not. should have done is put two pictures of Anna Paquin next to each other <laughs> and be like, they're identical. And I'd be like, yes, they're both Anna Paquin. <laughs> no, no, they're very similar. Oh, that show me again. They they do have similar features. Oh, like this is the weirdest side of the argument. No, that like <laughs> they do. Their face shapes being... are entirely different. Also, I'm sorry. I should mention I'm actually looking into their souls. <laughs> so I'm seeing I'm seeing different energies from them. Like Anna put, Paquin put it, put it on the mom. Instagram, and we'll let we'll let the fans decide. Oh, I haven't made a post. Let in the forever. listeners decide. Yeah, go to our Instagram and please tell them to <laughs> shut up. Um. Baby driver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do I do this thing again? Oh, I don't know. I don't use Instagram. Okay. Should. Yeah, no. Um, really fun movie. Um, John Bernthal, he plays it and he's in a little bit and he disappears. Uh. But John Hamm, sorry. He's really good in this film. Yeah. Like he's really, super, super good. really good. When towards the end of the film where he kind of becomes a sit-in antagonist for it. Mm. He's got. He's very threatening. Like he does a, such a good job with making you nervous on screen. Even if I, I went in watching that baby would be safe by the end of the film because I'd seen it prior, but I'm still nervous in all the scenes with him because he's just the right kind of crazy. And yeah, I just wanted to bloody punch um, Jamie Fox the entire time in the face. He, he <laughs> played the right kind of asshole. Um, bats. Yeah. So that's that. Alex, any comments about Baby Driver? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know uh, Lily Jane. <laughs> yeah, you know Lily Paquin. <laughs> They're so different. <laughs> they are very similar. Like they have very similar features, and that's why. It, I okay, I that's can the, see the, the fact that the part that you're stuck on is their similar features is the most bewildering part to me because their features are very different. <laughs> <laughs> not though. if they, they had entirely different like face shapes they may i think maybe they have the same colored eyes that might be about it i was gonna say they both have long they're hair both white they both have eyebrows oh both geez have eyes. then you and seb look exactly alike that's true he's got us there they've, they <laughs> they've got similar looks i don't know man I similar I've known Similar. you since grade five. <laughs> You'd know if you were right, I would back you up on this. <laughs> but you're so wrong. <laughs> I want to back you up. I want Look. to be on your side, 
but I can't, I can't lie. <laughs> I'm not asking you to lie. I'm just, opening, I'm just asking you to open your eyes. I'm, this is the reason they say witness, like I, like testimony is so unhelpful and unsubstantiated when it comes to like crime. Cause you'd be like, yeah, it was Anna Paquin and it was, it was fucking Lily James and the cops would be so confused. Do you reckon Lily James is any relation to Rick James? Yes. Really? No. Well, you know, they do have very similar features, so maybe. I mean, they're, they're both very humans. similar last name. I'm just going to look up Rick James out of comparison now. <laughs> um, oh, that's not the right word. Okay, let's have a look. Let's I'm so look. sorry to anyone who actually wanted to hear us speak about this movie. Okay. Now, Alex. <laughs> yes. So they look nothing alike. <laughs> Can confirm. Just it around, show me. I don't believe you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yep. You don't see it? No, I don't see it. <laughs> but he does look strikingly like Anna Paquin. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's how Lily James was born. <laughs> yep. How old is Lily James? <laughs> he, well, Rick James died in 2004. So as long as she's 16 or above, it kind of works. <laughs> I hope I'm sure she's, she's at least 16. <laughs> I'm sure she's at least 16. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, so great soundtrack, great action. Not as nowhere near as funny. I, I wouldn't even say it is a comedy. To be fair, like you might chuckle a couple of times during the film, but you know every movie has. It's a, like yeah, it's got like it's funny dialogue, but it's not like ha ha funny. Yeah, um, like Scott Pilgrim, where a fight scene was just a kind of a musical stand-in for where a song would be. This film's sort of the same thing with like a car chase as well, and it would literally yeah. have music in there for the sake of it as well. So if you kind of if you're a musical fan, you like the theater, you might, and you're kind of okay with action films. It might be a nice like midpoint in mm. between to sit into. Alex, give me a look. What, what's wrong? What's wrong? What have you found? Anna Paquin would have been seven if she was uh, Lily James's mother. So I don't think <laughs> so you can see that. You can see that point. <laughs> I can see that they're not related. Okay. Well, I'm sure there's other ways we could have determined that exact fact, but I'm glad you came to. <laughs> they're. That's right. So. Um, <laughs> So we've also, have we ruled out Rick James as the father yet? Yeah. Or yeah. You oh. are not the father. Okay, so I'm sure Rick, I'm sure the estate of Rick James is, is thrilled to know <laughs> that there's not a, not a child out there. You know what might be more beneficial? Do you want to give a bit of, we can go through, okay, so firstly, do we recommend the film? Blah, 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 blah. I want to jump ahead to that. And then for the worst review we've ever done, which is nice to cap <laughs> off a year, should we want to maybe have a bit of a chat about what's coming next year? Because I've got the schedule in front of us and uh, we'll discuss a bit of that. Why don't we just start with this movie, Seb? <laughs> <laughs> because every time we try. Do we want to jump to verdicts? We'll have a go through it and then we'll, we'll talk about next year's schedule. It's, in, it's New Year's Eve, guys. Like we're recording this before yeah. Christmas, but let's just say I had too much nog and it's fine. Okay. <laughs> We only get 30 sweet noggy days. Let's make the best of them. <laughs> so I'm going to hit the noggy. verdicts button, okay? <laughs> I'm not All sure right. I like that description of Christmas time. Those <laughs> sweet noggy days. You heard the good, you've heard the bad. A lot of opinions, a couple facts. It's verdict time. Oh God, even that song lied. You haven't heard the good, the bad, or a couple of bits of trivia. You've heard nothing. Nope. I do recommend this film, guys. It is. It's very fun. Music. I, yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. It's got a real energetic and frantic pace about it. The acting is solid. Kevin Spacey's even enjoyable in it. So take of that what you will. Even in retrospect, I didn't, still enjoyable. I didn't cringe when he came on screen. I probably should have, but it was fine. But if you also, some people like to avoid movies that certain people are in. 
I guess Kevin Spacey warning. You know, <laughs> for the longest time I had this thing that I wouldn't watch any movie with Tom Cruise in it. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know why. But it's I, his face, right? I, it, I don't know. Maybe is I was it because like, of that time he locked his wife in a cage? That's a asterisk. It's probably it's a South that Park time joke he, that I'm remembering. It's probably. because of that time he put his feet on Oprah's couch. It's fucking disrespectful. Mm. Ah, because of his homes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that's the sort of thing that I was going into watching this film. Um, like I, I, I don't know why I never watched Tom Cruise, but I did for the first time the other day and he's not that bad an actor, whatever. Um, but this outside... Um, like real world, like projection of an actor, like what they do in their personal life is completely different to what they do in a movie. So, mm. like, sure, like boycott if you want, whatever. But it's fine in this movie. Yeah, it's for me. It's a bit tough too. Like, if Kevin Spacey wrote and produced and directed this film, I'd be oh, more yeah, inclined to stop right. doing it. But, but there's so many other driving forces in this film. Like, yeah, it's like why punish Ansel Elgort like the lead because Kevin Spacey was in a film he was also in. He didn't cast yeah. him. He was, you know, yeah. that's what I mean. Like it's, it was his there's job. a line, whereas like the the guy who created and directed, or no, sorry, created and made um, the Jeepers Creepers films, mm. similar situation to what's going on with Spacey and stuff. Like he, and he personally directly benefits from every purchase of his films. So it's like, there's the argument there because he is the driving force behind them. Yeah. Whereas it's not like, yeah, this one guy that acted in the film. Yeah, it's, it's mm. tough. I know it's- yeah. You try to do the right thing, but also, what does that mean? Yeah. Right. Every choice has a consequence. Yep. Every uh, reaction has a cat. That's <laughs> the famous Einstein sure. thing. Yeah. I recommend this film. Uh, uh, yep. Same. That's good. That's easy. I liked it. All right. Let's talk next year. I haven't added all the films that we've discussed yet to it. So this is an incomplete list. I'm not going to go through the entire list, more just looking at like kind of the series that we're planning on doing. Yeah. So Godfather, but only. I haven't added them yet. I will. Good. Good. But the only one I'll Beverly. go into great detail is what we're actually opening with because it starts next week for the for the listeners. Oh yeah. So we're actually starting with the um, the El Mariachi trilogy. What's that? So we, firstly, we have got El Mariachi from 1992. Then we've got Desperado 1995, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico 2003. It's, I am unfamiliar with all of these films. So they're all like kind of westerns but they're all mexican themed and they're like the, the classic antonio banderas action film but it's a trilogy about this one character going through if we have to watch this then we're definitely watching the godfather <laughs> no, these are fun though is my point these are action films some might find them fun <laughs> i it's been years verdicts been out on years that one since i've seen them like they might be trash <laughs> um but yeah i'll double check who, who directed them because top of my head it is escaping me Senor Spielbergo. No. <laughs> Once upon a time in Mexico. So racist. I'm sorry, bear with you guys. It is just. I won't be. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez films. Oh, okay. Rodriguez. Yeah, I enjoy his later work. Perhaps well, we I have like these films. Yeah, well, we're doing. We're going back a little bit, at least. Um, I saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico in theaters. Weirdly enough. And did not understand a word. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a traveling mariachi is mistaken for a murder, murderous criminal and must hide from a gang bent on killing him. That's the plot from the first one. And then two more after that. So it's Mexican The Fugitive. Yes. For three movies. Yes. 
Wow. Well, I don't think, I think the other ones are actually different. (laughs) I'll go, Then it turns into Taken. (laughs) Desperado, former musician and gunslinger El Mariachi arrives at a small town, sorry, a small Mexican border town after being away for a long time. His past quickly catches up on him and he soon gets entangled in the local drug kidnap Butcho and his gang. Sure. And the last one, once upon a time, Hitman El Mariachi <laughs> becomes involved in an international espionage. Oh, spoilers, now I know he's going to be a hitman. Yep. Psychotic CIA agent and a corrupt Mexican general. So they are all different plots. It's not all taken, but it's just like, the first one sounds like this was a mistake. And then he's like, oh, double down on the second one. <laughs> and the third one is like, fine, I'm a fucking secret agent. It's good. I will reserve nice. judgment. Then- but I want it known. I'm not excited going into this. Yeah. At least <laughs> I, they're, they're just different. Like I, I was just like, it's kind of, they are English, but it was a close thing to popping on an English spoken foreign film. Cause it's also done by a Hispanic director and yeah. Um, then we got Mortal Kombat. Oh, joy. Now this is tricky for us. Cause this is one of the films that Warner Brothers is just releasing on, on demand, but we're not sure if it's going to be here or not. Cause they're being very vague on that. So it might be in theaters and it might not be. Right. Because um, that's the new one. Well, thank thankfully the the internet is a thing, a many splendid thing. Ah, yes, the internet. And then after that, we're starting a bit of a new thing. So we're doing the thing from another world, which is a black and white 1951 film, which was the kind of the inspiration for John Carpenter's The Thing, which for the first time ever we're actually going to go back and do a review of to then build into the prequel slash remake of The Thing. So we've got three The Things in a row. We've already done the thing. That's why I said it's a new thing because we're going back and redoing it as part of another thing. Uh, too many things. Yes. <laughs> not for I'm me. Not looking forward to it because I did not enjoy the thing. That's why we're redoing it because you, <sighs> yeah, because of you, <laughs> you did this. <laughs> Look, I, I can change history. I, I refuse, can get Andrew and Jordan to like the film. I refuse <laughs> to partake. <laughs> um, I'm going to be. And Alex is going to be washing his hair that week. Yep. Yeah, I might have to shampoo my beard. <laughs> After that, we're doing five Brendan Fraser films in a row. Ooh. So we've got George of the Jungle. Monkey Bones. Blast from the Past. Dudley Do-Right. Bedazzled. And Monkey Bone. Yeah. So that's fun. Nice. Um, as for- you know The Mummy? I didn't want to put the third mummy in. I originally was going to do oh. the mummy trilogy, and then I was like, I don't want to do the third one. Journey and then the I added of the Earth. We're doing five, Alex. <laughs> that's but enough. That's enough. Actor. Brendan Fraser content for everybody. <laughs> and there is there is actually another secret Brendan Fraser film we'll get to in a moment as well. <laughs> um, no, leave it a secret. No, oh. I'm gonna tell you because it's part of. So, then we've got, the, obviously there's Marvel films coming out that year in no particular order. There is Morbius, there is Black Widow, which will be coming out. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So we'll be doing that and The Eternals and then Spider-Man 3. So there's actually five of them coming out this year. Some are done like Sony side of Marvel and then there's yeah. the just straight Marvel one. Sweet. Um, no Time to Die, the James Bond films, apparently going to eventually come out next year as well. Uh-huh. No, that's not coming out. No. <laughs> we're going to do The Quiet it's Place. The it's and the Chinese the democracy of films. It doesn't. <laughs> and when Ooh. it gets here, we're going to hate it. <laughs> oh, I really like that. The Quiet Place yeah. films? Yeah. So, because yeah, number two is coming out. So I figured let's go back and do number one and then we do number two. Did A Quiet Place 2 not come out? 2021. I've got it listed as next year. I have a feeling it may have, but it was like a very, like it was, I think it was meant to come out like at the start of Rona. I didn't think Maybe it did, yeah. they did release it on demand. I don't Oh, know. 
It might have a date for it in 2021. Maybe it is getting a theatrical release. A Quiet Place Part 2 came out this year. Yeah, yeah but on IMDb it also lists a 20, April's 22nd, 2021 for the Australian release. Yeah, 22nd, okay. Interesting. Mm. Well, maybe we can do that one earlier yeah. then if it is available. We'll find out, I guess. Um, but either way, we'll do both of those. Um, so Godzilla versus King Kong's coming out, but we've yes. already done King Kong and Godzilla. So I actually chucked in Pacific Rim 1 and 2 before them. So we have like a kaiju buildup. Why, not, why aren't we just doing the, the thing that we're doing with the thing? Because I don't have to rewrite history, Alex, because <laughs> everyone likes those movies. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. No, it's fine. I just want Andrew and Jordan here for it. Oh, so it wasn't good enough? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming out as well. Ugh. So that one hopefully is going to be okay. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. We, well, I mean, yeah, we will see. Um, Space Jam 2. So our build up for Space Jam Hell 2, yeah. because we already did a Space Jam 1 review as we're doing Looney Tunes back in action, which stars Brendan Fraser. <laughs> nice. So there you go. You get six Brendan Fraser films. He gets a percentage, like a proper percentage of our yearly reviews went to Brendan <laughs> Fraser films. Out of 52. Yeah. Dose, I don't think we've done any for the last four years and he gets six in one year out of nowhere. I'm making up. I'm making up. Yeah. Uh, when did we start this? 2014? 15. Well, let me find out because one of the first films that we reviewed was 10 Cloverfield Lane. So whenever that came out was the week before we did a review. So that came out in 2016. There you go. Yep. So, yeah. 16, 17, 18, 19. This is, we're closing off on our fifth year. Yep. So long. Okay. Suicide Squad, the new one's coming out. Yay. It's done by James Gunn, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy. John Cena is in it. Oh. Pete Davidson too. Mm, Are we going to be able to see him? Um. Oh yeah, I will add one in right now. So we are going to do Candyman and the new yeah. version of Candyman. I'm going to throw in Us as well before Candyman because we can do Jordan Peele. I was very and upset Candyman that that got delayed. Peele. Yeah, so Us will be thrown in there. Good movie because I was about to do that the other day and I forgot to add it. Um, then like I'm skipping. There are just gaps in here, so this is not the entire year's release. This is just a, a majority look. We've got Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two. Army of Darkness, and then the Evil Dead reboot. So four of those films. And- That was quite good. The Final Girls, which is a film I really like. Um, yes, that was very good as well. Yeah, I should do that. Have you seen that one, Dose? No. Effectively, very clever. Main character's mother was a scream queen and she's dead. Right. Girl's very upset about this dead mother situation. <laughs> Goes to go watch a movie, like a-, like a Comic, not a comic convention, there's a special showing of a horror movie. She goes with her friends. It's one of the ones that her mother was in. But it's one of them spooky theaters where you actually get sucked into the movie. So she gets sucked into a movie with her friends. So they're in a horror movie and her mum's one of the lead actors in that horror movie. Oh. And it's them trying to apply the tropes of like an 80s horror movie to survive it because they know they're in a film. Oh, but good there's fun. heart because they're a dead mum. It's very yeah. sweet. Sounds... Interesting. And the last film that I haven't mentioned yet, which once again is a one of those ones that's being released by Warner Brothers potentially to stream, is The Matrix 4. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. So, and Keanu's coming back for it as well. Isn't there another um, John Wick as well? I assume so. Those movies seem to come out cyclical. Yeah. Cyclical. That's fine. 2022. Oh, okay. Right. Which will probably do... Have we gone back and done the John Wick films yet? I know we went to do them and they made a fuck up and we just like boycotted them for a year and then I watched them and they were great. 
One, two, yeah. and three. They're great films. They I really are. like them. Um, but that's not us. Well, I've been here. No, okay, it's probably not then. But yeah, that's that is us. Maybe we should put them in. We'll save a twenty twenty two. We'll do them with the build up. I will concede Godfather for John Wick. <laughs> oh, that is a tempting terms. offer. <laughs> I accept these terms, but I also think we've done at least the first one already. I'm just jumping. We can on. do it again because no, but our review was perfect, Alex. Everyone it liked was. it. <laughs> There's no need no, to. There's no. no need to rewrite history. No, you you don't just get to make all the rules here, Seb. <laughs> no, as a founding check. father, I'm going to double check to make sure we've done two as well. Bear with me. I'm on our website because I have no memory of this. I know we definitely did one because we went to do two and the delay it got delayed in Australia for some reason. So yeah, we have reviewed one. Oh God, we reviewed one so long ago. It has our old, old, old cover art, the one with the projector screen. Yeah. Wow. We should redo it. Just go back and redo our entire first year. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't have to. I'm not. I'm not watching some of those films again, though. <laughs> well, okay. Well, then I, we're not doing that. Yeah. Just, um, just we'll do John Wick one, two, and three. How? The, the new fans. I don't mind throwing them in after Candyman because there's a trilogy spot there. Yeah. I just needed to. Be, Jordan had somebody to throw in, and Andrew gave me something to throw in as well. So I just need to make sure I put three in a row somewhere. How better would it be for the movie review podcast to go back and do a reboot? Of their own reviews. Oh, oh <laughs> we can. Well, we can. <laughs> Should we call it third take? <laughs> we launched another another. So this comes out on Mondays, and we we replaced the Friday hour actually permanently with a Wednesday re review. Guys, that's it's fine. It's a literal it means, second take. Oh fuck! The only issue is that actually means when we meet fortnightly to record, we need to have watched four oh. movies. It's never the nah. sit downs that's the, that's the problem. This part's always manageable. It's the time to do the things before we get here. Yeah. And I know people are like, oh, these poor bastards watching four movies in a fortnight. How hard. It's actually, there's a lot of work. That goes- yeah, I've got a lot of YouTube to watch. It doesn't watch itself. And, and I've got six months left of a degree that I'm, you know, really oh, want what to was finish. that? Oh, Stranger Than Fiction. I'll just slot in before I forget as well. Because there's a single way. I don't know how many movies I can watch. There's a lot of Degrassi on Pluto TV. Like, yeah. I, don't, um, I don't have time for this. So John, I'm writing this down now. John Wick. John Wick 2. Uh, they, I've got other names, but just for the sake of written on John yeah. Wick. I only watched John Wick 3 on a plane, to be fair, when I went to Japan this year. So I haven't seen it. I've only seen it on like a tiny, shaky death screen. I've so, not seen any of them. It was good. I really enjoyed good it. Action. I've heard but, they're um, good. Like, yeah. they, they just don't really appeal to me. Not a big action guy, but oh yeah. Once again, Black yeah, Swan. You love your wrestling. I do. Being that's where I get my action John fix. Yeah. I just put in Black Swan and being John Malkovich as well. Um, so ah, true. The we ones carry over. Those. So we will sort out the rest behind the curtains. <laughs> I, I do appreciate Dear. us having a little admin meetings on air. It's good. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the people want to hear. They want to hear. Guts to give the people what You're they welcome. want. You're welcome. You're the people. All right. Listen, we've actually hit an hour. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and we spoke we about sp- the movie for, I think, I'm generous 10 minutes. Hey, look, at, at very best. We did warn them at the start when we were doing the cooking show <laughs> that it that was, was a this movie. episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, it was. Yep. Yeah. Shit. I thought that was last week. <laughs> Baby <laughs> Driver was a decent film. It was really good. Extra decent. It was better than Johnny English. At Johnny le- English at least got a plot. At, le- <laughs> at least eight thumbs up. At Fuck. least. Everyone, we we genuinely do hope you've had a nice, safe uh, holiday period. Good on yeah. you. 
wear a mask. <laughs> Fuck, whatever. Because I don't know. We'll see Just you. Have a good. Um, have a good time. Check know? us out on Instagram.com.au. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to tell those how those people don't look alike. Go to the Instagram. Yeah, look, I I'm not signed in to the account, so I can't upload it. Some someone will take care of it. Yeah, it's fine. It'll, someone will do it. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, Rogue uh, is facebook.com forward movie. slash second take second take.com.au there's the email holy shit we'll talk about el mariachi's budget was seven thousand dollars that's production and then it's post-production budget which i'm guessing is when the studio most likely picked it up was two hundred thousand dollars wow and it made two million but like that looks like they shot it on seven thousand dollars if i'm reading this right and then i'm assuming the studios most likely grabbed and paid for it and boosted up their post-production shit because it's not it's an action it's That's not a special effects film from memory mm. it's an action film like it's just a normal standard shoot what you got action film so two hundred thousand dollars not used on screen is concerning <laughs> wow. yes that's i i'm gonna need some more detail on that yeah maybe not in this episode oh the seven thousand budget was originally intended for the mexican home video market but columbia pictures liked the film and bought the american distribution rights columbia eventually spent two hundred thousand dollars to transfer the print to film to remix the sound yeah so literally they shot it on the seven thousand dollars and they spent 200k on fixing adjusting it. <laughs> it to move it across to make it like Jesus. on big screen that's interesting that might be the cheapest film we're going to review if we don't count the the fix-up rates mm. on the post-production like shot on seven grand like we could do that yeah that's crazy i don't know that much money but like we could find <laughs> it we could find that money alex <laughs> crowdfund go fund me Let's make a second well, take movie. We've got <laughs> patreon.com slash second take. If, if we you want to give us we'll seven, someone give us $7,000 and we will make a movie. I like a nice round figure though. So like 6,000. 5,000 would be a round figure. And seven's your favorite number. Why would you argue against that? What's seven wrong with you? No, fuck you. You said half. <laughs> <laughs> there's, too many, there's too many questions you've raised with this. You should have gone to 10. <laughs> yeah, that's only half round though. What do you mean? <laughs> the six has a, it's, it's, it's circular it's in curvy. shape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. So the five's also, doesn't complete I the mean, curve, but it's more curvy than a seven. Yeah. Some people prefer the five. It has the right amount of curves. <laughs> We're going off the deep end. Press that button. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah wait. Yeah. yeah uh, Bastion underscore James. Yeah. No one uses Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Instagram. Yep. Second take. Podcast, um, I think it is. Facebook. We have a website. Second take. We've got the email address. Got the Patreon. Guys, I'm going to hit the goodbye horses button. Not again. I think again. I, I, the fact that it's there. I'm going to get hit for copyright two weeks in a row. It's going to be really yeah, funny. I'm not going to make any money on this. Anyway. I guess well, we didn't mention <laughs> on that, lose you, money on that it. you did that by mistake last week, did we? Yeah, last week was a legit <laughs> mistake. Um, I got to move where the buttons are held. Apparently my brain can't comprehend. <laughs> the, 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 never touch that one is what I should be doing. Um, everyone's good. I'm yeah. very good. Okay. We love you. Thanks for listening.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.